0: welcome to the daily dose of design podcast with tom ward each day tom shares stories with a lesson to help you consider how to better live by design thanks for joining him so let's get started with today's daily dose of design was it the origin of the post over the past month or so
1: i've enjoyed the posts vernon sankey former managing director of Reckon & Coleman, has been adding on LinkedIn. Each of the posts come from what I learned is Vernon's book. He has recently written, titled The Stairway to Happiness. According to a personal message I received from Vernon, the book will be coming out later this summer. Yesterday's post really caught my attention. The quote on the graphic was, Do not let what you cannot do get in the way of what you can do. There is always a way with imagination, creativity, and determination. Now, many of Vernon's posted quotes come from famous people and philosophers. Each of these great thinkers' names are normally attached to the quotes, but not the one above. I suspect that this is one of Vernon's personal quotes, but I wonder if maybe an event 27 years ago might have been the origin of this belief. The event occurred in Missouri. We were standing in a cavernous room. It was to become the liquids packaging area of Reckitt & Coleman's St. Peter's plant. I was the plant manager of the plant, and we were in the middle of a major expansion. RNC had purchased a company called Boyle Midway. One of the products Boyle Midway produced was Woolite. When the company purchased Boyle Midway, the product was produced in two of the BM plants. A part of the acquisition strategy was to consolidate all of the Woolite production into the St. Peter's plant. We were standing exactly where the Woolite liquid line would operate. Standing in this room that was probably 50,000 square feet, you could hear your voice echoing because there were only two machines still on pallets of the eight machines that would become the Woolite packaging line. None of the other 70 automatic machines for the other six lines That would fill the room with product manufacturing were in the room either. It was just a huge, almost empty room. I remember the look on Vernon's face when I informed him that we would be starting up the Woolite line on May 1st. He looked befuddled. Wait a minute, he said. Today is April 3rd. You have about a month to begin production. You only have two of the machines present in the plant, no conveyors yet, no control wiring started, and the automatic guided vehicle guide wires haven't been installed yet. Am I correct? I looked back at him and said, yes, sir. About that time, Bill Carpenter, the new U.S. Division president, grabbed Vernon's shoulder and with a huge smile on his face said, Vernon, I don't know about you, but I'm not betting against them. Bill's comment came from what he had observed already. The fragrance packaging area where stick-ups, magic mushrooms, and crystal air production occurred had already been relocated. Each of the lines was in full operation with no inventory or startup issues when the equipment was relocated from the old area of the plant to the new location. During the relocation, our plant team had also increased the automation of the stick-ups line. When I say the plant team, I truly meant the plant team. Our electricians were running all of the control wiring while supervising temporary electricians to troubleshoot any operating issues on lines producing the products. A quality technician who once owned a construction firm oversaw all of the wall construction as we increased meeting rooms in the plant from 2 to 18. Our budget didn't allow us to renovate the plant using a typical approach. But we were determined to get the plant done on time and under budget. We had to use our imagination and creativity and find different ways to manage the project. Oh, by the way, the Woolite Liquids packaging line started up on May 1st. Vernon's post points to a value we held at the plant and a personal value of mine. It's the value of persistence. I believe there's always a way if you persist. Knowing what you truly value and developing them into your personal guiding principles is a part of living by design.
0: Tom Ward is the author of The Power of Living by Design. If you'd like more information about Living by Design, just visit Tom's website, www.poweroflivingbydesign.com. Join Tom again tomorrow, but until then, enjoy your day today, Living by Design.